Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast who are proud to be sponsored by the Insurance Practice. The team at the Insurance Practice specialise in family protection and life insurance. And who better to look after you and your loved ones than fellow Rangers fans? Listeners of the Gallant Few will get a free protection review. So get in touch with the team at www.theinsurancepractice.co.uk or contact The Gallant Few for more information. Hello everybody and welcome to The Gallant Few podcast. Today we'll, we will discuss a 2-0 victory over St Mirren and preview one of our biggest games of this season. My name is Scott Hodge, and I'm joined with Ian McCready. Ian, how are you? I'm all right, how are you? Good. And also Graham Curry. how's things? Thanks for promising the listeners a, a midweek show. My dinner's going to be cold now. Right? Yeah, sorry about that. I've just um, guaranteed the listeners a podcast post-match, which wasn't really in the, the schedule, but now that we've promised the listeners we've got to do it, I did find the hosting a bit um, a bit daunting through the week, so I'm glad to have passed it back to you, Hodge. Although I did see a comment on the, the social media. It was um, the best host the Gallant Few has ever had. That was good. Good to get your bug to comment on that, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was actually my mum. I had to set her in a <laughs> Uh, well, the last time we done a preview for the old farm, it turned out all right. So we tried to keep the the same system. So I was hosting uh, Graham. You are you are here as well. So all we've done is upgrade Colin to a better looking and more intelligent. <laughs> so hopefully, a sign of things to come for the the game at the weekend. So we'll touch upon today's three o'clock kickoff against St Mirren in the league. A 2-0 victory against the Buddies. I mean, a three, I didn't even realise it was a 3 o'clock kick-off today. I don't, you know, it's all right for you, Ian, and you've been off work just now, but better kicking the ball, so that's still working, eh? Uh, uh, do you know what? I, I forgot it was a 3 o'clock kick-off myself, but fortunately, being off, I was able to just 
stop what I was doing and sit down and watch a game. <laughs> I know. Well, I had to, I had to take a lunch break at three to four, and I must say I wasn't really in my work from from four to five. So, yeah, um, I, th- I hear that the the second half wasn't as uh, wasn't as eventful as the first half. So I'm glad I caught that one anyway. Um, so I know you guys discussed this in the weekly roundup, uh, but coming to the day of the game, Graham, were you, were you full of confidence uh, when you when you had the lineup, and now that the day had arrived to to replace St Mirren? Yeah, I did. I think the, the confidence grew as the kickoff approached. The lineup came out strong. Lineup. Um, I, I didn't have any concerns. We we're just settling a score, and yeah, it proved to be the case. Um, so just run through the lineup uh, there. So the, the lineup was McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Hollander, Barisic, Kamara, Aribo, Davis, Ruth, Hadji, and Morelos. So the major talking point there is um, Ken having a break today on the subs bench. Ian, what was your what was your thoughts on that? Do you think it was uh, the right? Well, I mean, obviously we got three points. Was it the right move? And do you think uh, this will benefit him for the weekend? Uh, I do. I think he's he was he had played every game in the league so far, hadn't he? Probably played every game in Europe. Probably has he has he played every game? He might have. Um, so yeah, probably an ideal time to take him out right before Celtic, um, and then get him just you know that extra wee rest. And as we've seen with the Celtic defence, they're they're not the best. So having him had a, a fresh week, then I I think it's a good call. I was a wee bit surprised when I seen it, but it makes perfect sense to because Roof's obviously not played every game. Had a few out through injury. Moreros has been suspended for a couple. So, yeah, everybody's kind of had a wee break that we've got up front just now. So, all should be nice and fresh going into the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I must say I was a bit surprised just because, I mean, if it had been somebody we'd beaten before, but I think there was a bit of bad blood in there as well. So, I was quite surprised like you. I thought maybe if we had the opportunity, we may have started him and maybe brought him off half. I mean, I know Gerard doesn't make half-time subs, but I thought he'd maybe go for his strongest 11 um, here today and then maybe look to rest a few players. We've obviously got that five subs rule for this season and I thought, you know, maybe this was an opportunity to do it if we we did go like like the game went itself. Um, There's also another milestone to tick off for Alan McGregor making his 400th 400th appearance for Rangers today. A great achievement, uh, Graham. I know you're not his biggest fan, but um, a wonderful servant to the club. Yeah, definitely. First spell, done so much for us. Even coming back, I know I do criticise him now again for his kicking and his maybe his um, claiming crosses, but he is a fantastic goalkeeper. He's it's a remarkable achievement to make 400 appearances for the club. Um, a great servant, but yeah. Congratulations to him and a great way to celebrate it with a clean sheet. Definitely, definitely. Um, I think as well, this, this this might be his... Well, I mean, people had their thoughts and fathering him when when he, when he was here. It was a, we, all, we all said he was a good backup keeper, but I think this season especially, this has been his biggest, well, for Rangers anyway, his biggest test in terms of the quality of player behind him. And he's just... He has kept his performance to a high level, so fair play to him at his age for keeping the standards as, as high as he is. Um, we'll come on to Al McGregor a bit in, in due course, but 
in terms of the, the first chance of, of the game, Veltus and Mirren. So I don't think we really covered ourselves in glory with this one, Ian. They, they sort of got the shot away. It was parried to Bika, who put the put it over the bar, thankfully. But what was your thoughts on our defending sort of early on in the game? Yeah, we were sloppy. They'd won before that as well. Like, you know, it's like about a minute in, if even that, well, Davis sloppily gives the ball away and the boys had a shot for about 25 yards. And so kind of didn't start particularly well. And like you say, Obika's allowed to get the ball and um, he's, he's able to take a couple of touches and then skies his shot, fortunately. Um was a bit sloppy. I thought Helander was a wee bit lucky as well. If you watch it again, he's pulling on him. And, I mean, like, the Obika falls to the ground, they might get a penalty. But he's he's big and honest, at least. But I, I felt Helander was pulling him. Um, but, yeah, get away with one there. Definitely. Um, it's just so hard because I think we've defended so well coming to this this stage of the season and it's only natural that other teams are going to have chances but I guess it is just because I've had such a good start. If you look at previous seasons, you know, we're giving away maybe three or four good chances a game and we would be punished but now, you know, when, when one or two fall, it's it looks a lot worse than maybe it actually is so I think it was a wake-up call, but I think, you know, if we, we do this moving into bigger games like the weekends, you know, we, we may be punished for it. Just on that, it's, it's something that we've raised a few pods now. It's th- that chance that you raised, um, I totally agree, and there wasn't a chance 14 seconds in, I thought. Um, but that chance that that you were referring to, Scott, is something we've mentioned in previous pods, but it was a cross for the left-hand side, wide, and it came right across the box. It's... It's something we really need to deal with. McGregor didn't deal with it, and luckily Barisic was tight. It was really tight to his man, so he was able to actually close it out. But um, it was a it was a weak shot as well, so we were quite lucky, and it was one that we, we did get away with. How would you think the best way to resolve that is? Like, if well, you know, everybody talks about this schedule. We're playing two, three times a week. There's not much time in the training pitch. You know, it's um, is it maybe a time to? Look at dropping them. I mean, we, we took Barisic out of the team, for example, against St Mirren, and you know, Barsi had a had a bit of a shocker. Do you think it's we just need more time in the training pitch to resolve this? Yeah, it's something needs to be looked at. Yeah, but I, I don't know if it was Colin or if it was Craig that raised it. Um, Jack being missing is making that difference because he would usually cover that that run. I think that was a really good point, or a good point to raise because they're not getting that cover at right back, where it's something Jack would easily have fill, filled in and hopefully have cut out, but uh, or it's just that's the way we play, so there's going to have to be one weakness in our system somewhere. Um, yeah, it's that was a lucky was a lucky break we got, because if they score there, you know, things, pressure comes on us. I know I'm a bit of a pessimist, but that, that would have been a, you know, a bit of a, a, a struggle if that one did go in. No, I completely agree. It's um, you know, especially what happened there. It would have been a it would have been a worry, and they've been backs against the wall. But luckily, we did get a goal on the twenty seventh minute through Kamar Roof. Have we, have we given that one to Kamar Roof, by the way, or has it been classed as an own goal? I'd give it to Roof. Roof, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was quite sloppy defending. I mean, we are criticising our defending here, but I think you know, for our two goals especially, it was. It was comical at times, but um, 
yeah, I thought it was really good play from Hadji. Uh, showed intelligence there, and I think you know what a difference he's made, and he just plays a nice ball. I think they're linking up superbly at the moment, Ruth and Ruth and Hadji and and Kent. You know, it's been a real partnership for them. Where you know playing all about the park, I know Ruth can play on through the middle, and he was he was playing you know a bit more deeper this time. Played it through to Ruth and um, Ian. Um, you shoot, you score, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, it's the lucky deflection, but I, I do think that's Ruth goals, isn't isn't it? Like the rule, if it's on target, it's it's his goal. So yeah, it's definitely Ruth's goal. Uh, I, you said Hadji was intelligent. I think he was also um, tenacious to win the ball back. You know, a good wee bit of fight in him. He gets the ball back, and then when he when he does get it and he turns, he's he's heads up right away, and he sees that we run for Ruth, which is that's exactly what Hadji's there for. They make that wee pass um, just in and around the edge of the box. We we kill our passes into the strikers. Yeah, definitely. Um, just really intelligent play. And they, they, they both seem to be in like the same wavelength, Graham. Do you not think so? Like in terms of they they know where he's going to move. They know where they want it. They know the way to pass. And it just it's, it's lovely to watch at times, isn't it? Yeah, it's good forward play. It's good interchange that we're making between us. Good passing movements that we've... But it's always been there. I think it's always been there. It's just starting to come to fruition now. Practice makes perfect, and the more we do this, it's just it's just going to enhance our play. Totally agree with Ian. That was the first thing I picked up on. You said that the defenders were a comical in the way they were messing about in the floor. Two of them were like, both on the deck trying to get it, but it was tenacious by um, by Hadji. He was in there trying to fight, and it's it, it's quick. It's it, He's harrying. He's making the he's making those defenders make the mistakes, and then getting his head up to do the the things that he is good at. So that was the first thing I noticed about the goal as well. Um, I thought it was a really good a good opening twenty minutes as well. It was um, good football. It wasn't there was no lumping it up. Both teams were trying to play at football, which I actually enjoyed watching it as a, a spectacle. As a game of football, as a a tactical contest. The both of them were trying to play um, good football, get it down, and try to figure each other out. There was no shot apart from that one we mentioned in the first fourteen seconds. There was no shots for about fifteen twenty minutes, but it was just good, good to watch, good tactical battle, and obviously we came out on top of that tactical battle by by getting ourselves in front. Definitely, and we we didn't need to wait much longer for to double our leads. Alfredo Morelos from if that if it was comical defending before I don't know what this is um, it was uh, it happens sometimes so you you do need to feel for the the centre half it is um, it's just one of the one of the things that happens every every so often um, I think it was Big Shaughnessy just uh, completely misjudged the misjudged the pass back Morelos. I how how relieved are you for for Morelos getting this goal, Graham? I mean, you know, it's been quite a drought for him, probably one of the longest he's had since being at Rangers. And um, you know, I've actually some of the chances that he's had, like I think back to the, to the game last week against St Johnson, where he missed a glorious chance. I thought, you know, it was almost identical, but he was able to keep his composure this time and score. It's, Great for his confidence in moving in. If he's to start on Saturday, that'll be a massive boost him. Yeah, Alfie's been listening to Ian. It was what Ian mentioned the other day there um, on the last pod was head up. Because what 
what you were saying the last time was he's usually just head down power, head down power and shoot. This time it was head up, placing it and yeah, just total different attitude, a total different approach to the, the shot and the, the opportunity. So thanks for listening, Alfie. Thanks for taking Ian's advice. And yeah, you're absolutely right. It's going to, it is going to build his confidence and you know, hopefully it kicks him on now and, and spurs him on to a few more to get a wee, a wee run. A bit later there, but um, would you would you start him, uh, Ian? In terms of you know he's got the goal, and um, is that just what he's needing for his confidence? And do you think he will you know, <laughs> score more consistently now? I think he he will go on a run and start scoring again. My problem for him starting on Saturday is Kent was rested, so we're, we're expecting him to start. Roof's been brilliant recently, and Hadji over the last three games. Has been excellent. It's uh, did Morelos really do enough to displace one of the three? I don't think he did, and we all know he's previous against Celtic as well. So it's it's a case of can we trust him as well? And to be honest, I'd go away no. So I think maybe the former Hadji and Ruth probably says that Morelos doesn't start on Saturday. I thought he went linked up well today. The only criticism I would go was he was coming deep, too deep sometimes. He was coming even deeper than like Kamara. So Hernandez get the ball and uh, Morelos is dropping into his own half to pick up a pass when there was no need. There's, it's, it's, you know, there's, there's midfield players there that can pick up that pass and then play it on him. He only done it a couple of times, but that was my only criticism. But in terms of his overall link-up play, I thought it was spot on, done a right, nice couple of one-twos, and it wasn't just the one-two where he was picking it up and laying it off, he was picking it up, uh, laying it off, then getting into space to do another one-two, and then looking for space again, he was, he was always looking about, it's, it's an obvious obvious um, improvement in his game that he's been coached to do it. Yeah, I mean, I guess this debate will go on, what, 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 uh, what Alfie do we want, do we want the one who banged 30 goals before Christmas just there or do we want one who's you know he went 8 or 9 games without a goal or something however many games it was you know he is making a big impact to the team and just the quality of reinforcements that we've brought in the likes of you know Hadji obviously permanent roof it just means we don't need to rely on his goals but obviously we'd like to see him you know up his numbers in terms of goals so yeah hopefully this kicks him on to to, to go on a big goal scoring run and when better to break that duct against Celtic would it be on, on Saturday so so we we went into half time obviously with, with 2-0 this is where my uh, my work um, took a bit of a, a beating here when I was uh, trying to watch through one eye while, um, while we were doing some work so um, it was quite a pretty uneventful um, second half we, we looked comfortable I thought some Mirren you know, they had some chances more in the last 10 minutes they, they had for chances. What was your thoughts on the, the second half there, Ian? Is that anything in particular we thought we could have done better or, you know, something we could have improved on? They kept the ball better. I think we kept, like, we gave it away quite a lot. <laughs> I think it was a case a game was over and we kind of maybe at that point had an eye on Saturday. No, not wanting to overexert ourselves, not wanting to risk any injuries. Yeah, there weren't too many. The only thing, the only view, Morelos is the wee chance early in the half, and then the one Hadji's fired across the goal. If Kent's just a wee bit more on the front foot, 
he's got a tapping at the back post. Pretty uneventful second half for us. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go along with that. Um, but, but Graham, I guess you have to go on the point. We've done the hard work in the first half and we were able to take our foot off the gas and just protect that lead. We had the three points in the bag. You know, it's, it would be better that than chasing the game for 90 minutes. And then I'm not saying it's a break, you know, for that, but just passing the ball about nice so we can done the hard work in the first half and we were able to take, you know, a bit of sting out of the game. Yeah, but I think... What it did allow us to do is allowed Aribo to get on the ball and start showing some tricks and start opening up St Mirren. He was committing defenders, he was taking people on, he was doing some nice wee step-overs. Um, <clears throat> obviously St Mirren were having to leave gaps because they were obviously chasing the game, so that allowed us to do that. But yeah, the passing became a bit slicker. don't know if that's maybe because the pressure's off, but yeah, the, the pressure came off. Aribo looked fantastic, he's passing... Kamara, his passing was fantastic. He's he looks more Kamara looks more athletic every time I watch him. He's just so um dynamic in terms of the way he goes forward. He just looks shoulders back and um driving at people. Pace. He just looks he really looks um more and more dynamic as I say um, as the season goes on it's really good to see definitely I think yeah Kamara's been fantastic and he does just look so cool and comfortable doesn't he like in terms of his I think it's just his movement's very good like he, he'll go and change of directions just so seamless for him where you know you look at other players and it looks it's, as if they're doing a three point turn in a double decker bus so it's just uh, it's really good to really good to see Ian, I'll come to yourself just with regards to the subs. We've seen Kent introduced at uh, 73 minutes. You said you were quite surprised to see him on the pitch. Yeah, I think after our field against Hibs, I was surprised that you'd, you'd risk bringing him on when the game's done. Uh, you've clearly left him out for Saturday. So yeah, I just I thought it was a, a crazy risk to take. Um I mean, he comes on, he could pull a muscle or anything, and I, like it's cold outside today, so, you know, and then he's out for Saturday, and, and then we're, we're looking at, I don't know, Brandon Barker. Uh, do you know what I mean? Um, that's the last thing we need. Yeah, I was I was a wee bit surprised with the Balligan one as well. Why Balligan? Why not Patterson? Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a strange one, isn't it? Uh, I guess it's just... At the end of the end of the game, if they're going to be throwing throwing balls into the box and things like that, you need somebody to head away. I guess that would maybe be the only logical thing, just to protect the three points and avoid an nervy ending. Yeah, so three points on the board, uh, keep the pressure on, and um, you know lead the way at the top of the league. Graham, very satisfied with, with it. Yet another one. Obviously, yeah, definitely three points. It keeps a uh, keeps the gap there. Um, yeah, well, one thing I wanted to raise about the game was McGregor. My weekly moan about McGregor. Um, I don't mean to do it. I really don't. But just a wee lapse in concentration from him. The balls. Uh, St. Mirren have played a, a ball far too hard. You know, overhit the pass, and it just needs to either clear it or fall on it and catch it. But instead, he tries to do a I sort of a turn or protect the ball the way Camaro was doing at the beginning of the season or last season, and he gets kicked, he gets caught out. Luckily, Hollander's there to 
luckily Hollander's there to but to bail him out. But that was only other, I think that was only sort of. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Troublesome moment we had in the defence, um, but no, delighted with a clean sheet. I think it's really important we just keep getting these clean sheets, and and yeah, delighted with the three points. So we we move on to the previewing the old firm on Saturday. Discussed this last time with uh, with Graham and uh, Ian. What's your what's your plans before the game looking like for this time? I know it'll be very different from from previous firms. I'll wake up. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, can't do anything. So probably just wake up, have some breakfast, and I don't know. Do you know what? I don't like. I don't like watching like the build up to games, any game, not just the old firm. I just can't be bothered with like when you've got a Celtic biased pundit. I just can't be bothered with that. <laughs> um, so Rangers TV is fine because they're all obviously Rangers biased. See when you've got either Gordon Strachan or John Hartson or Chris Sutton, that just does my head in. Um, I can't deal with that. So I'll be you know, 25 past 12. Or is it at 12 o'clock? Half 12? Half 12, I think, yeah. yeah. 25 past, I'll be turning it on. <laughs> no, that's that's good to hear. Um, so we, we move in. Um, I think the, the major sort of talking point in terms of you know the injuries we've picked up is the, the midfield three and I think I'd be very surprised if it wasn't what we started with today and we don't really have any options to come in that's obviously just depending on on Jack and Arfield's fitness. Graham, how do, you, how do you feel about the midfield if it was to be the same midfield and how disappointing is it for, for Arfield and Jack to be missing out if they are Regardless, that's my midfield three anyway. I would be going Davis, Kamara, and Aribo with the the last few games anyway. Yeah, I'd be quite happy with that. <sighs> yeah, you're right. We've got no got a midfield cover there. You've got Zungu as the midfield cover, but do you really want him? You wouldn't. You certainly wouldn't be starting him. I don't think in terms of his, you know, an old firm debut. So, but no, I'm happy with that midfield three. It's the one I would go with based on what we've had the last the, the four of the players in the last few weeks anyway. Yeah. As well, moving on, Ian, I'll come to yourself. Sorry, I've done this in a bit of a roundabout way, but um the defence, um, I'd be I'd be quite surprised if there was any changes. The only 
really one that I would expect is maybe Balogun coming in for Holanda, but I think Holanda has shown in the past few games that he's I think he's back at the first choice centre half. Eh, no, I don't know. I think Balogun will come back in. I think it's it's more about Balogun's pace, I think. Um is the reason he starts he tends to start the bigger games. St Mirren or one up front today. So you've kind of always got that Goldson cover. So I think that's when Hillander tends to play, when it's one up front. But I definitely think Balogun will be starting. So it'll be Tav, Goldson, Balogun and Barisic for me. Yeah, I agree with that, Scott. I think that's the, the way to go. Um, Hillander was good today, but I think he was forced into the game because they just marked uh, Goldson at the game. They didn't want Goldson bringing the ball out of defence. So they left Hollander to, to bring it out and he excelled. Every, all his passing was fantastic today, actually. You know, there was no misplaced passes. Everything was slick. Um, it's good to see with the left foot coming as uh, the left foot passes coming out as well. I like that. But I, I, I think they're probably going to start with um, Edward and Griffiths. So I think the pace is going to be required. So for me, it's Balogun starting as well. I was going to bring that up there. Um, what do you? How do you feel about that, Graham, coming up against two centre forwards? Because, to be honest, with I'm thinking back to the Hibs game where we drew two each and we didn't cope with it particularly well. Are you nervous about facing, you know, two strikers, you know, like coming up against that? Yeah, I, I think I'm a bit nervous to be honest. Um, I, I can see is conceding. Where I take comfort from, though, is that I think we'll outscore them. Um, I, I've just got a feeling that there's going to be something. There's going to be something in the box, or you know, I was thinking the first thing that happened today was when Davis gave it away in the first minute of the game. I was thinking if that was a Celtic striker, we would get punished for that. That's where we would get punished. So we're going to need to really be on the ball. I, I don't have any concerns. No, I hope I'm not. Tempting fate here. I don't have any concerns about um, crosses into the box or corners. I think we'll dominate them. I think we'll be up for it there. Just in and about us. I think Edward and Griffiths. That's where that's where my concern comes from, and that's why I think it's important Balogun is in to to try and snuff that out if if possible. Anything in behind us, I'm I'm confident he would be able to do that. So that is my my concern for the game. But as I say, I'm I'm, I'm confident we'll outscore them. I think so, yeah. As I said, I don't think we've came up against it much and um be interesting to see how we'll, we'll react to that. I can't imagine them not going to up front, to be fair. I think that's the last two or three games they've went to up top there. So um, I, I fully expect that and it'll be interesting to see how we, how we cope with that. They're saying they've gone to up front against the last couple of teams, but the last last three games they've played have been Ross County, Hamilton, Dundee United. Not Rangers. So, do they change it coming up against us? Because if they go two up top, I mean, Motherwell went zero up top, uh, and then Samaritan one up top. And do you go two up top? I don't know, because then you're leaving space for somebody else somewhere. Yeah, Uh, if we can control that midfield, which we are good at in controlling possession, that's the that's what they're going to have to think about. Do they want to sacrifice a midfield player to allow us to just dominate the game, or 
do they sacrifice that and, and put up a guy up, uh, an extra guy up front? And could Fat Griffiths keep up with the pace for ninety minutes? <laughs> <laughs> it's a serious, you know, it's a serious point. Can he keep up with us the pace of that game for ninety minutes? I don't, I don't think he probably could. You can tell with his pot belly that he's he's not going to be able to keep up with. Us, I don't think so. Yeah, I think they've got, and, and that's probably the, a good point. They, it's probably them that have to try and count our Rangers. You know, they're, they're having to say, right, how are we going to tackle this? This team are unstoppable at the moment. How are we going to do it? No one else has been able to do it. So how are we going to how are we going to try and combat this, you know, machine that's coming towards us? I, I don't see how they're I don't see how they're going to do it. I think we can out fight them, we can outplay them, we can I think we can the, 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 no matter what tactic they deploy, I think we'll have a a way of, of, of beating it. Yeah, it was interesting. I watched the I watched the game against Hamilton just because it was on after the Rangers game in, in Boxing Day, and it was almost like a diamond in that midfield they're setting up with. So they had um, they obviously had you know Griffiths and Edward up front, and they had the two fullbacks bombing on, and almost that Sorrow who's came from absolute nowhere uh, is is sort of playing almost as a third centre back. Um, but I just think with that tactic, it's just going to leave so much space, especially for our full backs, which we're good at. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm very curious how they're going to combat that because they'll have absolute no width. They'll put four centre midfielders in the park, but I think there'll be an, an opportunity for for our full backs really to bomb on. So it will be interesting to see how how they set up to combat us because I think it's definitely them that should be, should be worrying about how we're setting up. Lastly, we, we touched upon it um, in the St Mirren game, the the front three. So, you know, come to yourself. You you are quite you are quite strongly, not strongly against Morelos, but you you seem to think that he would be a game maybe to sit out. So, are you going with Hadji, Kent, and Ruth? Then, yeah, that's the way I'd go. I think it's it's more a case of the the players have been playing well. Ruth's been scoring goals. Aji's been setting up goals, scoring goals. Like I, I don't think Morelos had a bad game, but I don't think he'd done enough to justify dropping one of the two. And, and as we said before, Kent was clearly left out with Saturday in mind. So, yeah. be interesting, though, because obviously, like I don't know if you've seen that Julian went off injured today, so is, does that then throw a spanner on the works with Gerard's thinking? Like, because... You'd imagine, well, it tends to be Beaton instead of Duffy. I'd love it to be Duffy, but <laughs> uh, it's probably Beaton. Do you stick Morelos up against Beaton and see if Morelos can, or do you go with Roof? His, his movements maybe a wee bit better than Morelos's and see if they can catch Beaton sleeping? I, I think we go with both. My, my, front, my front three would be Roof, Morelos, and Kent. I would, and, and, for that reason, you want Morelos to annoy them. He'll be in about them, buzzing about the centre halves and winding them up. Hopefully, he doesn't lose his discipline, and you know he can. That's obviously keyword you mentioned. Um, Ian was trust. Can we trust him? So if we can get it in, he said that go and annoy them, but don't do anything stupid. Yes, we can. We can annoy them, but what I really want, or what I think would be um, beneficial, would be Roof being a a combative player as he is, will be able to drop into the midfield when we need him. 
I don't. That's that's more important to me than having Hadji, who, although we did mention that he was a bit um, tenacious today, and we're going to put yourself about. I think you get more of that from Roof. So I, I, if 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 it's needed, we can get Roof dropping in and supporting the midfield, but also then moving forward, he's got that um, ability to support Morelos. So that'd be my front three: Roof, Morelos, and Kent. I think there's no question about it. We will see all all four of their players throughout the game, whether that be a sub if Morelos comes out. There's absolutely no question he's going to play a part. Hadji as well. You know, it's, it's really interesting what we're talking about this because about you know, two weeks ago we weren't even contempted Hadji to start in an old firm game. Never mind, you know, never mind, you know, starring in a few games there. So I, th- I think you're being a bit harsh on Hadji there, Graham, because, I mean, you look at, I mean, I know you'll probably admit it yourself, but you look at today, an assist, Boxing Day against Hibs, a goal, you know, a goal in the previous game, how can you drop him, really? Yeah, no, you're right, I mean, you play your four players, don't you? Um, I, I don't know, uh, to me it's just that extra, extra fight, extra strength in the midfield that Roof might might provide us but no it's a toss up in it who do you go with um, it's great to have these opportunities I was talking to my dad through the week and uh, he was saying he's never been so optimistic he's he's more pessimistic than me you know he's a, a warrior um, and he was saying that he's never been into an old firm game in years and years thinking I'm confident here and I kind of agree with him I'm, I'm confident getting into this game now even more so than I was the last one. I was confident the last one up, to be fair. But even more so now, I've got so much confidence that we can we can turn them over and there's nothing to fear. A wee spanner in the works, there's, there's a Rebo drop out and then all four of them play. And then you go 4-2-3-1 and, and, and see if you can get Hadji just in that wee pocket trying to cause chaos. Because... We've said it many a time that we reckon we everybody reckons tens his best position. So that that would obviously Celtic aren't expecting that because like, we've set up pretty much the same way all season. And like, why not? We're at home. We're the home team. We're the form team. Just go at them. They're terrible defensively. Just as Graham says, we'll outscore them. That's just. If we win 6-3, that's fine. Yeah, Just score more than they do. Yeah, he always does. Gerard always does like to throw in a, a wee curveball in his tactics. Uh, uh, recent of the curveballs that he throws sometimes is Barker, and I don't think any of us want that. But <laughs> and I know, it, it might be, you know, you, you might see that as that's his wee curveball that he wants to throw in, and, and, and it could be that he's the one that plays. But um, it wouldn't be my choice, but... You're absolutely right. He might throw in something different that 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 gets all four of their players on the pitch. Ian, you you touched on it there. Home at home, you're playing at home. Is that? I think we discussed this last time. Is that a big advantage? We seem to disagree with it last time and say you know it's you know a neutral venue. No, not a neutral venue, but same set of circumstances. No fans. Is is there an advantage for us playing at Ibrooks? Do you think? Well, ten games, ten wins would suggest that is. Um, was it thirty? I'm just looking at it. Thirty-two goals scored, one conceded. I mean, that's a ridiculous home record by anybody's standards. 
So I definitely do think it, and I think it's maybe because we are impatient at Ibrox that we're seeing such an improvement. We do get on the team's back. We expect an awful lot from our team. And if we're not winning by 15 minutes, we are, you know, we are, we're on the team's back and we're starting to get edgy. So maybe that not being there for the, the team this year is is definitely seen an improvement in the home form. Of yourself, Graham, it's um, playing at home, it's, it's squad to be in our favour, but do you think that changes their approach to be more attacking or set up as, you know, how, maybe how we've done in the last old firm where we got success? Yeah, of course we've got home advantage. You know, we're, I mean, I wouldn't even give Celtic a dressing room. I'd make them change it in the car park. <laughs> Changing the bus. <laughs> you know, disrupt them as much as we can. Cold water and stuff like that. You know, the, the whole water's off. We can't, we can't let you change in there. So, um, no, serious point. I th- I, of course we get the home advantage. It's going to make a difference. I think um, it's where we're comfortable. So, yeah. We'll have a... I mean, it's an old firm game. It doesn't have too much of an advantage, I suppose. It's, it's more about what the eleven players do in the pitch, and that's where the that's where my confidence comes from. We've just got so much, so many better players playing better football. That's yeah. Just um, in, our, in our final point. So, in terms of the result, I think obviously we all desperately want three points, and. Um, you know, we we should always aim for that. But how how would you feel if it was just uh, if we were able to hold on to a, a draw? Obviously, depending on the performance and no doubt refereeing decisions and various other things that comes with Scottish football. But I feel would you take a point just now, or is it absolutely three points for yourself? I wouldn't take a point just now because I'm confident we can beat them. But I don't think a point's a bad result. It's one less game for them to catch us. They've not got any closer. Okay, we've not got any further away, but as I say, they're not any closer and they've got one less game to, to try and claw back that difference in. Definitely. It's, I think it's more of an important game for, for Celtic than it is us, and it'll just frustrate them even more. Graham, what about all yourself? And would you agree with Ian there? Yeah, let's just get the game done. Let's just beat them and just drive the nail home. That's... That would just crush them. It would put so much pressure on them. It would be unsurmountable, I think, if we were to beat them. I think that would be the... Is that too confident? That's probably too confident, isn't it? But <laughs> that's the way it feels. It really does. That's the way it feels. It is. If we can beat them, that's... We're out of, we're out of sight almost, you know. We're, it's really then just ticking off the games like we've been doing, um, as long as we can keep doing it. I take a point, but no, I'm, I'm, I want three. I want three, and, and we should be geared up to do it. It's perfect opportunity for us. Perfect opportunity for us to then get those three points and just extend that lead. No, I think that's the, the view of everybody. Everybody is confident that we've got a better team, a manager, but, you know, almost better everything. So I think um, you know, in terms, of, we all, of course we all want three points, but I mean. Just if um, you never know how the game's going to pan out, it would it would be a much better point for us than it would Celtic. That was just the point I was trying to raise. So we'll move on. Lastly, to your predictions for the game. So kick us off, Ian. What is your your thoughts on the result? Three one for me. Um, 
there's definitely goals to be had against them. If they're smart, they'll be trying to get the ball wide and get crosses in because we've been struggling with it. But uh, I don't put that'd be high praise for Neil Lennon to figure that one out. Yeah, three one for me. I reckon Tav will get a goal again. He's a wee mini drought for him this season. <laughs> James Beckham Penn Tavernier. <laughs> so I he'll get a goal. I reckon Ruth will get one. And hopefully Morelos gets one against them. Fingers crossed. Graham, what's, uh, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I've went with 3-1 as well. It's going to be a roof to open the scoring. Celtic will equalise. It'll go one each at half-time. And then Goldson will score from a corner. And then Morelos will top it off on the 80th minute. 3-1 <laughs> Rangers. Well, I might as well go for 3-1 as well then. So uh, I didn't have a prediction, so I'll go with that now then. So I do think Goldson will score again. I just feel as though we've got something there. Kent, I think Kent's, Kent's obviously no scored this this old firm this, for this season. I know it's only been one game, so he's due a goal in an old firm. And um, yeah, we'll see him at a loss for, to break, the, the, break his drought against Celtic. So fingers crossed for that. Okay, so that brings us to a close for today. So I would just like to thank my two co-hosts, Ian McCready, for joining today. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for having us. And demoted to to assistant now, Graham Curry. Thank you. Yes, Scott, good job. We are the people. <laughs> well, as I say, hopefully we're back on Sunday with uh, with three points in the bag and an old firm win. Thanks for listening. Take care. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 